0: I haven't had a stomach bug in a very long time. I think that I had... I ate, I had food poisoning. D- I also don't get food poisoning that easily. Like, I think I have a pretty strong Stru- stomach. But...
1: Stomach of steel, bitches.
0: Stomach of steel over here. But like the last time I got that kind of sick, I was like, this is horrible. I yeah, hate throwing up too, so I will avoid it at all costs.
1: You know what? I'm, I'm, I can't wait to find the person who, who likes it. You know, I'm just yeah. waiting. To, I'm waiting to find the person well, who. There's who's... people
0: who can make themselves throw up because they don't feel good. And I'm like, I just don't want to do, do it. That. I can't do it.
1: You know what's one of this thing I really like is just vomiting. I bet you, you just I do vomiting. like the afterwards when you feel so much better.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you think that Fiona was doing a little vomiting in this?
1: But was a we'll, it we'll talk about little, it. We'll it talk about good. it. I guess just on the floor.
0: Yeah. Or you was know, she was trying no, to get no it notes into about the? That up.
1: Was she trying to get it in the champagne bottle? That's the other hmm. question. <laughs> Looks like she was possibly just like. Let's spitooning. see if I can get
0: this straight in there.
1: I like to think that she has a funnel at all times. That she just—it's <laughs> a big funnel. She uh-huh. just puts it, and then she just yokes right into the fucking champagne bottle. <laughs> Fiona, Fiona Apple. God bless you.
0: Fiona Apple Coin.
1: Fiona Apple Coin. She's the daughter of Wayne Coin and Fiona Apple. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yep, that makes sense. That's how that works.
1: I that would not be the weirdest
2: coupling of all time to be fair.
0: No, no it wouldn't. You're right. Not like Anya and Dr. Chris.
2: Dude,
1: they they <laughs> were they were right there. They got it almost completely right. And then the and then they have that fucking last scene. And I'm like, yeah. "What are you doing? <laughs> you played this these cards right. You mm. did this right." And then Just we'll like talk a about of, it. Yeah. Whatever it takes,
2: that rage will catch you through.
0: So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel.
1: And I canceled my Reiki for this. I'm your (laughs) old pal, Pat. It's not an exact quote of what she said, but I thought it'd be funnier if I skewed it to be... Yeah, that makes sense. Fiona was going to miss Reiki Mm -hmm. to go to the uh, something or other. I don't remember it. The the dance or something. What was it? No dance this week.
0: What was it? Rehearsal?
1: She was gonna miss Reiki for yeah, going over the play with Adam.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was okay with that. Your
1: old pal Pat having a drink, living it up. Monday night, wild and crazy. Monday night raw, baby. You know Mm -hmm. how it goes, right, Rach? Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I always like to say on Monday nights. What's that? How you doing, Rach? What's up? Tell me about it. Tell her about it all your crazy dreams. <laughs> <laughs> no, the boom, yeah, da, de, de, ba, de, ba. Fuck Billy Joel. Sorry, sorry, everybody. I love Billy Joel. I know.
0: Billy Joel is uh, coming here and uh, listen. Set... i coming here in October. To... You go see Billy Joel if, you... if someone gave you a free ticket. Yeah. Oh, hands down, yeah. Free ticket, of course.
1: Free ticket, but as soon as he plays, tell her about it. I'm going to get a
0: drink. That's fine. I'm sure he plays for a while too. So you might need a drink break in there somewhere. I
1: recently just looked at a Billy Joel set list because he just did New York and he and someone always posts the set list.
0: I mean, he and always does New York. I, I, know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but he does it like once a month. Yeah.
1: And they always post someone always posts mm. this like 38 fucking songs. I'm like, God, damn it, that's too many Billy Joel songs. Yeah. That is too many. And one of them is gonna be Uptown Girl, and I'm Uptown I don't. At,
0: mm, I'm Uptown no. out of there. Mm-mm. That's the time that I will go to the bathroom.
1: I guess most songs, Uptown Girl, Uptown Funk. I just, you know mm. what it is? It's because
0: I like downtown. You don't down like t- Uptown. I like you're downtown, baby. You're downtown. On a downtown train. On a
1: downtown. Tom Waits. On a downtown train. Fucking. Put Tom Waits on the list of people I sound like. Oh, yeah.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of good downtown songs. Do what you were doing. That was a good one. Oh yeah, downtown. Everything's great when you're
2: downtown. On
1: mm-hmm. a <laughs>
2: downtown train.
1: Downtown train, great song. Tom Waits. Then fucking Rod Stewart covered it and made it the worst. Ugh. Just like Rod Stewart covered B- Bob Dylan's "Forever Young" and made it like the fucking sappiest. Oh, gosh, yeah. Do you know that I didn't even. I okay. This is honest. I know that Rod Stewart song because my mother loves Rod Stewart. And I can fuck with, like, early Rod Stewart, Faces. Yeah, there's
0: some some good Rod Stewart out there. Totally,
1: 100%. But that Mm -hmm. late 80s, 1990s -hmm. shit and then beyond is just, like, it's embarrassing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like Stevie Wonder with I Just Called to Say I Love You. It's, come on, these are bad songs. So I know that Rod Stewart version of Forever Young. Mm -hmm. And... I know the Bob Dylan song, obviously, because I love Bob Dylan. And I it was years before I even realized they were the same fucking song. I
0: didn't even know there was a Bob Dylan song, but oh, I'm not yeah. It's an
1: old Bob Dylan. It's mm-hmm. also that Bob Dylan song, the Forever Young, is the theme song to the great television show
0: Parenthood. Oh. So
1: yeah, I'm listening, keep you always <laughs> May wishes song come true. May I say all I'll do for you? And then you got Bob Dylan like. Forever young. Get the fuck out of here, Rod Stewart. <laughs> I think I just said Bob Dylan again. You did. But I you meant did. Rod Stewart. Yeah. Rod the mod. Give me Maggie May any day of the week,
0: though. Yeah.
1: Put it in my veins. I, bags I like it. Do you rags. think I'm sexy? All right.
0: <laughs> it's fun, though.
1: It's fine. I'm not mad at it. But that 80s at night, vagabond heart era, fucking Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Willie Houston, me. Oh, fucking, bring over some of your old Motown records. What a fucking, what a <laughs> disgrace. You trying to cover, fuck, bring over some of your old Motown records. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> Fun fact I learned about Rod Stewart from. I think Trivial Pursuit. I can't remember. It was something like that recently, um, is that he was going to be a professional soccer player.
1: You learned about how they had to pump his stomach because he had so much cum in his, in his belly because he blew too many guys. That's <laughs> that's like a famous urban legend. Oh my
0: God, that no. That Rod
1: Stewart <laughs> blew so many men that they had to pump cum out of his stomach. I think it's Rod Stewart that that's, that story is.
0: I've never heard it about anyone. So it and then he also
1: be. took a rib out so he could suck his own dick and then put a gerbil in his puddle and uh, <laughs> to get it removed. Those are other ones. Do you not know any of these urban legends about famous people?
0: Well, I know the rib one, but about Marilyn Manson. Yeah,
1: that's what I know. I'm taking them all. And, and
0: just putting them into You one. don't know. Yeah. I don't know the gerbil one. That's for sure. Richard Gere. What? It's not true. It's obviously <laughs> not true. Richard Gere put a gerbil in his butt?
1: That Richard <laughs> Gere put a gerbil in his butt and it got stuck. He was. F- <laughs> There's. God. This is the urban legend is that people for pleasure.
0: I hope that I am never so famous that people have an urban legend. I think like you're this gonna. I
1: think you're okay. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. At I this feel point. like they're Rest also assured, not
0: happening as much with the internet these days. If you
1: manage in
0: your <laughs> lifetime
1: to get so famous, that will be amazing, and I will start a rumor about you. <laughs> because I, I and just, you'll be like
0: you'll be showing up on CNN like George Santos's old roommate going. <laughs> George Santos.
1: George Santos you know, finally Rachel. admitted <laughs> he admitted he dressed in drag. He was like, "I was at a festival. I was having fun. Is that
0: bad? Oh I'm sorry
1: God. if that was like a gay uh, accent kind of thing I was doing, but I I've
0: never heard to. him speak, so I don't know what he sounds like. He sounds like that. <clears throat> the story
1: is that in order to pleasure, a way to receive pleasure in your anal cavity. We're back to the gerbil. (laughs) I'm gonna tell you what what the story, I believe I believe, Uh and correct me if I'm wrong, Broomheads you're free to do it, I believe it is called felching Mm -hmm. and what you do is apparently, I don't think any person has ever done this Mm -hmm. but what the story is is that you put a gerbil inside a plastic bag to bring it to a point of almost smothering so Mm -hmm. it's moving around a lot And you shove it in your asshole. (laughs) And the story was that that happened to Richard Gere and he had to go to the hospital and he had to. I cannot believe that you live in this world and And you have never heard heard that
0: story. Oh, wow.
1: I'm like a gatekeeper of urban legends. Like, how could you not know? the What about the
0: felch? I've never heard that before. This is brand new territory for me.
1: There is a reference to the Rod Stewart. I know you don't listen to The Hold study, but The Hold study referenced that urban legend in a song. That's how like ubiquitous <laughs> it is. Said you remind me of Rod Stewart when he was young. You got passion and you're sexy and the punks think that you're dumb. That's part of the song. The guys mm-hmm. around the lockers get a story about the stomach pump. The stomach pump being,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: they pumped all of the semen out of his mm-hmm. stomach. Mm-hmm. The guys behind the, Corner. they found the body in a garbage dump.
2: <coughs>
1: That's my favorite Hold study song. <laughs> cool. Stevie good. Nicks.
0: Good. That's good. Oh, it's called Stevie Nicks?
1: Stevie Nicks. You know.
0: she's, she's opening for Billy Joel here in October.
1: Get right out of town.
0: Not kidding. Other way around My, for me, my book.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I went to high school with a person who I am still friendly with. Mm-hmm. And she claimed that her mother worked in the hospital when she was a nurse in the hospital when Richard Gere was brought in to have the gerbil removed from his asshole.
0: Which hospital was this? I don't know.
1: I I don't remember. I just remember in high school, this person who I won't say because I don't.
0: Do you think it was that kind of person who like makes up a lot of things? Like no, not okay. at all. She a was real like serious person. No, otherwise. yes, <laughs>
1: she was like a very like stu- like a good. I mean, she was a fun person. She wasn't mm-hmm. like a stick in the mud dull- dullard, mm-hmm. but like she wasn't. No, she, I think that I I think through some course of like telephone, mm-hmm. she got the story that her mother was there when it happened. You know how, mm-hmm. how that happens. Yeah, everybody's. But you know. Richard Gear. Maybe it's true.
0: Maybe it's the true. best
1: part of it is the putting it in the plastic bag. Oh yeah, to bring it to almost suffocation. Yeah, so that then... it is moving around a lot. Because if it's just regular, because if you're shoving it in your ass regular, it's, it's going to be just going to
0: move around. Because stuck I would still. almost think that if you almost suffocate it, then it's not necessarily going to move faster because it might be like hanging on by. <laughs>
2: Maybe <laughs> maybe
1: I made that part up. Yeah. Maybe that's a telephone story that I got. Mm-hmm. Now who mm-hmm. knows? You never know. I sh- we should mm-hmm. look up filching in the old uh, urban dictionary. We
0: should start spreading rumors about each other. Do you know, dictionary before it was called the dictionary, it was called the cocktionary. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't
1: called the pensionary. The pensionary. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> a fucking uh, uh, dongtionary. <laughs> oh my god well that was fun if i do say yeah. so myself that what a great opening five i didn't minutes. even
0: i didn't even answer how i was doing
1: <laughs> oh yeah how you doing how <laughs> you doing
0: <laughs> i'm doing all right pal i'm going to colorado later this week um, to see my college roommate and another college roommate it'll be exciting i saw a couple movies this weekend
2: um, oh mm-hmm. oh
1: I don't know that that is what felching is. I think felching is something <laughs> different. I'm sorry.
0: I, spreading rumors left, right, and center.
1: It might be. There are people who are like, that's not... Oh, yeah, it's totally not that. Felching mm-hmm. is sucking or eating semen out of someone's anus.
0: That definitely happens. But if the gerbil did it... What's the gerbil? <laughs> Putting a gerbil in your butt. What's that Because if you put... But, but what if the gerbil eats the semen? Then is it felching? <laughs> <laughs> you put the gerbil in there to scoop it all up. Well, it's called
1: gerbiling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's a word? This gerbling. is so
1: funny. This is so funny.
0: <laughs> is this on Urban Dictionary?
1: No, it's on Wikipedia. Can I read this to you?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So, I'm also wrong, I believe about the I think I may have also made up the uh the plastic bag thing okay so this is what it's gerbiling gerbiling also known as gerbil stuffing or gerbil shooting is a purport is purportedly a sexual practice of inserting live animals usually gerbils but also mice hamsters rats and various other rodents into one's rectum to obtain stimulation some variations of reports suggest that the this is so good that the rodent be covered in a psychoactive substance such as heroin prior to being inserted. Yet, here's the kicker. There are few documents on how this was achieved or <laughs> enjoyed as all rodents have long nails and teeth for digging or burrowing and naturally tried to burrow out of any small spaces.
0: Oh, my God. A common
1: version of the story involves the actor Richard Gere and is referenced in various media properties, such as Scream, The Simpsons. Wait, it's referenced in Scream? I missed that. Scream? Yeah, because you didn't know it. So they probably said it Mm. and you were like, oh, I don't even know this. And the Vicar of Dibley.
0: The Vicar of Dibley.
1: So I guess it has, I guess they don't put it in a plastic bag. They rub heroin on it. Those are similar.
0: Yeah. Sounds reasonable.
1: So, you saw a couple of movies, Rach? We've got to get into our movie. Yes. It, it's at the movies with Pat and Rachel. So, tell me, okay, so what did you see? Did you go, did you see anything with Kirsten Cinema?
0: I did go to Cinema Sundays.
1: Oh, I got to guess.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I, okay. saw, I watched one movie at home, and okay. I watched one movie at Cinema Sundays.
1: Okay, what did you Kirsten watch at home? I don't Cinema need to, to, I don't need to guess that one. Uh, Banshee's Adventure. Right?
0: Yep. hmm. <laughs> Cause I was texting you about Colin Farrell's eyebrows. So oh, you should have right.
1: one. You were. I did forget when I guessed that, but I knew <laughs> we had talked about it. You had said it was on your GVR.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> what did you think of it?
0: I liked it a lot. Um, but. Well, though I laughed a lot at it. Um, both of my parents didn't like it as much. And I see their point and I'll tell you why. They're like.
1: Well, be careful of spoilers.
0: Mm-hmm. Spoiler. If you haven't seen this movie, but also if you look up anything about it, you might see a, something about this movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is the big thing in the movie. This yeah, is the, I'm assuming we're going to talk the about the thing big
0: thing. That it's like if you're going to threaten, <clears throat> so big spoiler, if you don't want to know, skip ahead now. Um,
1: you Banshee's know, Banshees a Inisherin.
0: Banshees of Inishirin, Um Brendan Gleeson's character doesn't want to be friends with Colin Farrell's character anymore because he's dull, and that's are like, you Rowan? It's a I don't think very we're funny beginning part, but then he's like, and I get, and I totally understand, like, I'm, I'm on board for all of it. The thing that I have trouble with is like, if you want to play music, why the fuck would you cut your fingers off?
1: Well, he's because, because I totally think I totally buy it. First of all, he is paralyzingly depressed. Yeah. So he's sabotaging himself of the one thing that brings him joy, because it's like a movie about mental illness and terrible depression and the way the Irish approach depression, which is to just fucking not say anything about it and sit quietly in a room and act like nothing's wrong. So I totally buy that. Mm -hmm. And then he even and because that is the one thing that will. Hurt Colin Farrell, because Colin Farrell is so na- Polrick mm-hmm. is such a nice character. Mm-hmm. So to have to know, to go on about his life mm-hmm. knowing that because of this one thing he did, it took away the one thing that he loved. And then Brendan Gleeson also says at the end, he's like, I'm better without it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. actually relieved you've taken it away from me. So mm-hmm. there's so much more. It's so to me, it's just about mm-hmm. his. Depression mm-hmm. and how ev- this is inevitable. It's mm-hmm. so much not, to, from my perspective, about Colin Farrell mm-hmm. as it's about <clears throat> Brendan Gleason's character sabotaging mm-hmm. himself in his life from the inside out.
0: And I, like, I had less of a problem with it than they did. But the thing that I find strange is that he was actually doing really well with the music, though. So it's like, why the self sabotaging? if he's actually writing these, like this song he's so proud of and stuff, it seems like a little bit of a shift. And like, they almost didn't, I felt like they didn't quite give me enough of like the believability of.
1: But I think it's because they don't want to like, I don't think they want to beat you over the head with it. I think they want you to get there on your own.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, they really beat me over the head with having to look at that hand. Oh God, it was great.
1: (laughs) It was great, <laughs> throwing his fingers at the fucking door. Mm-hmm. First of all, you're right. The open, the beginning of the movie is so funny, it's and so then funny. it's devastating. Yeah, that scene. I think first that of all, shift
0: is also hard because you're like having a well, laugh, totally, and then you're Oh like, yeah, and that's then on it's purpose, like, though. oh, and no, no, no. And I'm not saying that's. I'm just saying it is a hard shift to kind of take it as a viewer.
1: I think it's a very much also like it's manic depression. It's like highs and lows. So it's mm-hmm. like he is like. That's the movie does that too. It takes you really high. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's comedy. And then all of a sudden, and then it's like devastating and the darkest, I, it's it's very dark.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's so sad. Like when uh, spoiler alert, again, we're still talking about Banshee's of and everybody. If you, if you've, if you've, if you've skipped a, it in ahead the a bunch, <laughs> if you skipped ahead a bunch and we're like, Oh, they're still here. The scene when poor uh, Dominic is like, tells the sister, you know, maybe you want to fall in love with a boy like me, and then she says no, and he just goes, Well, there goes that dream. Oh, Oh, my I know. God. That was really hard. Oh, what a scene. Yeah. That actor. Oh, Barry Keegan. Mm hmm kudos 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 i love when siobhan goes to Brendan gleason's house to give him his finger back yeah and he says something in passing about how colin farrell's character is so boring and she just goes
0: you're all
1: fucking boring
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking about it and i was like you know try to picture what it's like to be in ireland in 1923 on a remote island where there is so little to do
1: hilarious thing and i i said this and then i found out that a lot of people also said this until they showed a calendar that said 1922 i was like is this modern (laughs) like i had no idea i was like i i would fully believe that there are places in ireland that are exactly like that today
0: yeah i mean there's places that probably look like that but you know whether people live like that is a different story um i pretty quickly tapped into the fact that this wasn't today but i couldn't Because the clothes didn't look particularly any era, which was hard. And so mm -hmm. I, I was like, this doesn't feel like today. And there was a few things about the pub. I've been to like old, really, really, really old pubs in like rural England, and they still look more modern than that. Like, right. you know, like they're an old yeah. building, but there's like modernized things in it. So I was like something. This is old, but I can't tell you what it is. So I looked it up pretty early on. I've seen it twice now. And uh, upon the second viewing, had
1: I been paying better attention the first time, you'd know, because it's the Civil War shit is yeah. talked about like right on. away. Yeah. It's like the one of the first things they talk about. So that's my own stupidness. Speaking of the Irish. Mm-hmm. I watched a documentary. Mm
0: hmm. About you so too.
1: So we just talk about movies now. Like this is what we, we just do. Well, this we have now. a movie
0: like, bit. So.
1: Our, watch our, show, our, 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 our watch pile. Movie I guess we do, a sh- we do a show about a TV show, so we can talk about what else yeah. we
0: watched. So did you watch a if documentary every- about you too?
1: I did not. But if everybody hates this, let us know and we'll stop doing it. But <laughs> we're indulging it right now because we're into it. No, I watched a documentary. I'm going to tell you the title and then you're going to tell me who the documentary is about because you're going to know right away. Um, the documentary was called "Nothing Compares." <laughs> you don't know who it is. No, I
0: do. It's Sinead O'Connor. <laughs>
1: it's the great Sinead O'Connor. Oh my God! What a what a brave artist who lived with nothing but int lives. She's still alive
2: mm-hmm.
1: with nothing but integrity, and did not give a fuck about what it did for her career prospects yeah. or her money. Um, The movie is very interesting because it covers her life up until 1993 and then conveniently just goes, that's it. (laughs) Like they don't they don't really they go through the fight the real enemy scandal, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, and then sort of like and, and now her all the things she said, obviously she was right and she fought for these things and. Now everybody's fighting for these things, and how ahead of her time she was. But they failed to talk about the the, the pursuing, right? Pursuing
2: mm-hmm.
1: twenty five, thirty years. is that thirty years? Oh my god! Nineteen ninety three thirty years ago. Well, ensuing would be coming. Oh yeah, yeah the yeah the ensuing thirty years.
0: Yeah, ensuing is where after. Mm-hmm.
1: where things
0: you know went a little haywire.
1: So, yeah, Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares. It's a, it's an interesting movie. It's not the best okay. movie of all time. But if you like Sinead O'Connor, there's a lot of great performance mm-hmm. video of her doing, like, Mandinka on top of the Pops mm-hmm. and at the Grammys, which is so good. Mm-hmm. But just good stuff, mm-hmm. if you like Sinead O'Connor. So you went to cinema, Kirsten
0: Cinema yeah, Sundays. Yes, I did. Went, I went to Kirsten Cinema Sundays.
1: So you went to the movies with Kirsten Cinema. And you saw... Good luck guessing this saw triangle of sadness. No, you saw decision to leave. Was it an American movie? No. Okay. So I'm two for two. I'm doing foreign movies. You saw, I know what it is. After sun. No. All right. What did you say? Living. Oh God. That's basically an American movie. It's just British. (laughs) You can't, it just British it's a, by a Japanese director. <laughs> the British remake of Akira Kurosawa's f- great Akiru, one of the great movies ever made, starring who's the guy? Bill is Nighy. Starring in it? Bill Nye.
0: Yeah, not Bill Nye. Bill Nye.
1: Bill Nye. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard good things. What did you think? It
0: was a very enjoyable movie. I felt like the yeah. end was a little drawn out. Like it, it was a like a slow rap, but like it was a it was a good <laughs> movie. I enjoyed it.
1: Are you gonna seek out the Akira Kurosawa's original film?
0: Of, not of, uh, right now, of Living? but I would I would maybe watch it later.
1: It's a great movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure Living is great. I'd be very interested in that. I would not have got that though. You're right. Especially when you were like it's not an American like, American mm-hmm. movie, but it's like a British guy speaking American, you know? He's speaking American, right?
0: Um, I mean he's got the accent, so it's me, oh, I'm living,
1: it's me, Bill Nye, I'm living, <laughs> my kids my kids hate me, my kids don't want to speak with me, uh... and I've got to get through the day before I die, got cancer, does he have cancer, is that what he has, cancer? He has cancer. Got cancer, so got, got a bit of cancer, doesn't they say a, bit, a little bit of cancer?
0: Just a little, a wee bit, a wee bit of
1: cancer. Oh, it's got a wee bit of ca- cancer. No, oh, Akira's I can- on
0: can- HBO Max right now, in case you want to watch it, so...
1: I own it on Blu-ray. Oh, you would, so I could watch it whenever I want. I could mm-hmm. just pull, pull out the old. I go right to my oh, Criterion's ray and I go right to my crit- Criterion's, and I check, and I go to the eyes, and there.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you it do right it out. by title, or do you do it by director name?
1: No, I do it by title. Mm-hmm. I do have quite a bit of Akira uh, Kurosawa movies, though, so I could give him his own little mm-hmm. shelf space, I'm sure, if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites. So that's it. Yep. That's a podcast. Talking, uh, talking talkin flicks.
0: <laughs> yep. We did it. We're done. Talking. I watched a horror Pat
1: movie. I watched a horror movie called sick on Peacock.
0: Okay.
1: It was very fun. Kevin Williamson wrote it. The writer of of course, scream and the creator of Dawson's Creek. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a COVID uh, slasher. So it's very much about COVID. So if you don't want to see COVID stuff.
0: I was watching, okay. um, I, I've, I've, uh, I'm kind of like on a weird lull of TV shows. So I'm watching some of those uh, Stanley Tucci's Searching for Italy's.
1: How's that going? It's
0: great. Um, but the first... You gotta watch my show. Yeah, Rach. The it's f- me, Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Come on. You're missing the White Lotus. I don't know why. The first... It's a great show. The first season of Stanley Tucci's show was like in 2020, 2021. So... And there's a lot of masks in it and there's a lot of elbow bumps. And I'm like, this feels yeah. so dated. Now. <laughs>
1: like- I started watching that 90s show on Netflix and it's <laughs> fucking great, by the way. Really? It is like really? so funny. The char- the characters are awesome. Mm-hmm. It's look, it's 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 a it's a multicam. There's a laugh track. I'm telling but- you,
0: did you check out Night Court yet, though?
1: I haven't, mm-hmm. but I'm a big That 70s Show fan, which it's hard to watch it now because Danny Masterson is a rapist.
0: Yeah. I never really um, cared for That 70s Show.
1: Oh, I think I loved it. Yeah. And Red and Kitty are the leads. The other cast members are not in it. Yeah. They're in like- Bits of it. The first episode. And then it's all about the kids. Gotcha. And it's really charming, and the characters are really great. Mm-hmm. It's- It's as the kids would say, it's cringe sometimes because it's a multicam (laughs) and that just is what happens with a multicam. But I recommend it. It's very charming and I look forward to Netflix canceling it in a week or so Mm -hmm. when they announce the big cancellation.
0: Yeah.
1: Sharon Horgan was did a panel Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for something. I'm assuming it was Bad Sisters and she was talking about how laborious a task making a television show is. Mm-hmm. And basically, I think the question that was posed to her was about how do you feel about you, when they put the whole season out at once? And she goes, well, let me put it to you this way. She says, you know, first off, you have an idea for a show. Then they make you write a treatment, which is you got to write everything that the show is going to be about. And then you got to write what would happen in seasons two and three, just in case it comes out because people want to know if they're investing in something. There's there's a lot of time. So they read that. And then that takes six months then if they like it finally they greenlit a script then you write a script by yourself or with a partner and they give you notes three times and that takes six months so now you're a year you've done nothing she goes then if they like that they make you shoot a pilot and no guarantee it's getting picked up so you go you shoot a pilot you uh you get notes on that three months So then, after the pilot's done, if they like it, they decide, hey, we want to do the show. Now you got to get a writer's room together. You got to get all the scripts written before they shoot anything. This is another year. So now you're two years. Then you shoot the show. Pre-production all of this Takes at least six months You're editing she's like basically you work on a show For a season of a show the first season After that it gets easier mm-hmm. but The first season could take around three years And then she goes and then somebody calls you And says we're gonna put it all up on t- On on a streamer in one Fucking night and she's like <laughs> fuck you <laughs> Fuck you I just spent Three years of my life Working On this thing yeah. that you're just gonna Like dump into the world and for everybody things, to watch him one day.
0: And some things take longer than Others also to Write and and shoot too Like uh,
1: Some things take longer than others <laughs>
0: My favorite my favorite Smith song um, Like I remember Some things take
1: longer than others
0: <laughs> Like it, no but like some of those things Really take a long time and then she was working On a limited series which is like Different deal too where it's like Not the whole pilot rigmarole right. But like I also heard, um, other writers that pitched that same show. Cause it's a remake of a Danish show right, or right, something. Right, right. So uh, there's a podcast I listened to and these other writers had pitched that before Sharon Morgan did. And like, they didn't get it made and stuff. And it's like the, the stuff you go to. My friend is a writer on severance. And I remember talking to her when they were writing the first season and it was well over a year before that show was out.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> it takes That's ages. It and that was like towards the end of the writing period too.
1: And then they dump it all onto a fucking streaming service in one night with no fucking <laughs> marketing and just say, here's a thing.
0: Well, you know, whatever. what's funny I find too, is like, there's some shows like I really liked, um, Actually, this is this will be a good time to talk about the whole Degrassi, Chicago Fire.
1: You like Chicago Fire.
0: But I I really like
1: Chicago Fire.
0: I've not watched a lot of the Chicago shows, I got to say, except for ER, which took place in Chicago. Um, Chicago ER. Yeah, I I did not watch Chicago Hope. Um, Also, then like you get a show that is the same premise as another show that comes out the same fucking year because you've been working on this this for three years.
1: But at least that was a different network. The year that NBC bought Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip and 30 Rock in the same year was like fucking
0: mind guys, blowing. Guys, like someone else picked this up. They were like, "Let's just take you know, hedger bets. Money, Let's take
1: both of them." Uh, but I will tell you, <laughs> yeah. the smart money, if you were placing bets at the beginning of that season, was on Studio 60. It was and Studio you know, 60, fucking crash and burn. It was. I worked at SNL when that was happening. I was in the room for the first 30 Rock read through when it was like not even picked up yet. Wow. She had just like was just like workshopping the pilot.
0: Wow. Um, I uh, liked the Golden Compass series, uh, His Dark yeah, Materials. I know. And that third season just appeared on HBO with no marketing. And I'm like, how much money? this show was not cheap to make. Like how much money did they spend on this? And they didn't invest anything into marketing it. But I think that's also the new HBO Warner discovery CEO. They're a mess. They're a fucking mess. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, Yeah. And I know a lot of people like this is the Degrassi podcast. I know a lot of people out there are really upset about what happened with degrassi getting cut but it i mean it was going to happen it was inevitable yeah. once they knew that merger was happening and it doesn't mean that it's never going to happen it's just another network needs to pick it up
1: well that show minx which whatever i don't know but I, people I really liked
0: it. it i watched
1: h we didn't finish the first season but mm-hmm. we were definitely enjoying it and would have finished but that's not even the point the point is they picked it up and shot and edited an entire second season it's done. It's in the fucking can. And they were like, "Now nah, we're not going to air it.
0: What? And then they removed it's content from
1: months. their streaming. Like You can't even like see the leftovers now.
0: It's ridiculous. And I, I, there must be nothing more depressing than knowing that you've made something and it's not going to be released. It's one thing when something gets cut before it's done. Fine. It's another thing when you've put all this effort into it and you can't even right. show it.
1: Well, see, but like that goes back to, though, like when I mean, these things ended up running in syndication. Mm-hmm. But like when we were kids, shows were on and then they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't watch them again unless like Nick at night picked them up and then you watched them again, you know? Yeah. But that was kind of the way it was. So, I mean.
2: Yeah.
0: And I mean, and then we switched into like Netflix different. DVDs. Well, you could buy DVDs of or VHS's sets of like TV VHS's, shows. baby. VHS's.
1: I had a lot of sets of TV shows on, mm-hmm.
0: on DVD, I will say. Oh, my parents still have a lot. I'm like, do you guys really need this? But you never know if you're going to be able to see it somewhere. No,
1: they've got to watch Buffy whenever they want to yeah. watch
0: Buffy. They have it. Thank God they have all the Buffy's. They do not have Buffy, but I'll see if they, they, they have, have Hill that, Street
1: Blues? <laughs> Hill Street Blues, probably?
0: They don't have Hill Street Blues on DVD, but they did like that a lot.
1: I have all the Buffy's if they need them. They could borrow them from me.
0: Okay, I'll let them know. I
1: also have all the Gilmore Girls on DVD. I bought, it, it came in a carrying Is case. Is
0: Buffy streaming anything? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, like
1: So is Gilmore
0: Girls. 30-something and Homicide are traditionally the shows that are impossible to find.
1: <laughs> and also Northern Exposure.
0: Oh, yeah. Someone was talking about Northern Exposure the other day, the pilot for it, and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that. But it's not streaming anywhere.
1: I loved Northern Exposure. I used to watch it with my mom.
0: I used to think, because that came out around the same time as Twin Peaks, I thought they were the same show.
1: Well, it was like the answer to Twin... It was like the safe sort of like... Answer CBS's safe answer to Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. where it was like still a little quirky.
0: Yeah, CBS, my favorite network for. So help me, Todd. Oh, how's so help me, Todd going? Didn't watch last week. So. Oh, come on! No one So help <laughs> me, Todd. I guess we should get back to DeGrassi proper now. Do you want to talk about David Guetta?
1: <laughs> We're gonna talk about David Guetta. For fucking sure, <laughs> Rach. Before we uh, we do that. We are not here to talk about a whole bunch of shit that we just (laughs) talked about, but what we are here to talk about is Degrassi. More specifically, Degrassi episodes 1033, 1034. They're the 33rd and the 34th episodes of the 10th season of Degrassi period. Uh, They're the 219th and 220th episode, but because of all the two parts, it's the 163rd episode of Degrassi. The name of the episode is When Love Takes Over by David Guetta. (laughs) David Guetta, I think. I don't think it hit the U.
0: I don't know. I've not heard it pronounced ever.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go with David Guetta. Mm -hmm. And I know where this is going. And I think it's going this way for two of us. But, Rachel, what is your favorite David Guetta song?
0: I I know a few from. I can't quite hear you. (laughs)
1: Sorry, go ahead
0: I know a few I was purposely staying
1: away from the mic to do like as, So it would almost be like In the
0: background It in was the background,
1: scoring it was like, Gotcha
0: um, I know, I only know a couple of songs from uh, The grocery store Slash spin classes Slash the mall um,
1: The mall <laughs>
0: But I go to the mall now because I live in the suburbs. So when I have to return my clothes to the store, I have to go to the mall. You have to malls crowded.
1: Still got old ladies walking around in the circles.
0: It's a, pseudo urban mall so it's not like one of those ones that's in the middle of a big parking lot there's like parking garages and it's a little bit hectic and but yeah i go to the mall sometimes and uh I hear I hear you know music playing in the stores in the sure mall. that's like sure that's you would things. that the grocery store the spin class um <laughs> the, the only song i actually really know is uh titanium see ya
1: that was the number one song on Apple Music from David Guetta. Oh, really? I
0: looked, Yeah, that's the only one that Sia. I actually really know, and I was like, I don't mind that song. So that's your favorite, Titanium, yes, I would, featuring Sia? I would say that, yes.
1: Um, My favorite is When Love Takes Over, featuring Kelly Rowland.
2: When love takes over.
1: Yeah, yeah. The song from this yeah, da, da, de, episode. Da, da, da. But here's my thing. I have no interest. I'm just, it, it's, look. All of your songs, you don't sing any of them. So, why are they called David Guetta songs? Featuring. You don't hear like, like, here's like, look, he's the DJ. Look, I'm doing air quotes, but really, all he is is the producer Mm -hmm. of these songs. So, it's not like all of like, like, Blood Sugar Sex Magic was not a Rick Rubin album. Yeah. The fucking Red Hat. Ju- I mean, maybe he writes the lyrics. I don't know. He maybe.
0: must. That's what but, I'm guessing.
1: I just don't. I'm very, un- I am largely unfamiliar with the world of DJs. Yeah. And electronic music, dance music, EDM music, as the kids call it, I think. Yeah. I used to call it, we used to call it techno music when we
0: were young. Yes. That was, that was back in the day we had the you chemical would, brothers you would and take and some Apex e twin. at the yeah, take- at the techno rave and now kids do molly
1: Speaking of techno rave, I, on an episode of that '90s show, they go to a rave, and because it's a three-camera sitcom and it's like sets, and they can't afford a lot of extras, it is like so sparse. This is one of the points where I was like, "This move, this show is this is this does not look like a rave. It was so bad. <laughs> it was like so brightly lit, and it's just all like little pockets of people dancing. Oh my very god." Funny. But yeah, we had our Aphex Twin. We had Fat Boy Slim, you remember? The Crystal we Method. We had The Crystal Method. We had Everybody Gotta Get Out With These Black Rockin' Beats, The Chemical Brothers. We had the Low Fidelity All-Stars. Oh, gosh, yes. Those were our David Geddes. So I didn't really like that music then. No, and, and that sure and that fuck, music had like an it, edge
0: yeah. over this. Like, it's the same pop debate, though, almost, because this stuff is much poppier than a lot of that art. The David Guetta stuff. Is. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yes. Yes. The David Guetta stuff feels like, yeah, these are just like songs he wrote that famous people sing. There's yeah. a Justin Timberlake one. You know, there's a, you know, who was a good one, who I know you probably loved back in the day was I am
0: your fire starter, your twisted fire starter. Oh, the prodigy.
1: Psychosomatic, attic, insane.
0: Right? Yeah. I was not a huge fan of them.
1: I'm surprised because that guy's so British.
0: Yeah. But he was just also wild. Breathe with scary. me. He also was a super hot wife where he did. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. He married like a supermodel. I don't know if he's still married to her or
0: not. Their music was just very intense.
1: You loved that song, Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah, with bet.
0: the music yeah. video for it? <laughs> I like when,
1: because those, uh, well, we're playing all the hits today. We're doing our movie podcast, and now we're going to talk a little bit, just a scotch about the great Lithium channel on uh, <laughs> on <laughs> Sirius I thought we were going to get through.
0: I thought we were just talk a scoach about Degrassi.
1: <laughs> Did you think we were going to get out of this episode without talking about Lithium? They play... Breathe with me, which is a good mm-hmm. song, and Firestarter, which is a good song, mm-hmm. Twisted Firestarter. But that guy was scary looking.
0: He was, and it, they were very intense. I, you know, I was like twelve or thirteen when uh, Breathe was a single.
1: Ooh, Breathe the pressure, come play the game, mm-hmm. and I'll test you. Cycle I think they played insane.
0: a festival that I saw when I was a teen. Oh, there you go. Well, David Guetta. Mm-hmm.
1: Not my thing, not Rachel's thing. If you love them, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I love when anybody loves anything. You know, great just came for a, a little spin class, class. I
0: gotta say, and well, great I for the all. So I...
1: You know that song?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a popular song. That yeah, yeah, song. yeah. But the the titanium one, you would know too.
1: I did listened you to the first like thirty seconds of it, and it didn't ring a bell. But, but it, did you hear I that your
0: bulletproof part? Fire away, fire away. Oh, I don't think you got. To...
1: Firework? Are you talking about Katy Perry? No,
0: no. Fire away, fire away because she's bulletproof because she's made of titanium.
1: Oh, Sia. Sia? Sia. I say Sia. Sia? Sia.
0: hmm
1: You know what? I could give a fuck about Sia also. Is that bad?
0: I don't really care. Daisy sometimes yeah, looks like she has the same haircut as Sia. but She does. That it, is yeah. fair.
1: That is fair. Mm-hmm. Sia is a big fan of the television series Survivor, which I also have a big. I still watch Survivor. Survivor's popular again because the pandemic Everybody went back and watched old seasons of Survivor So mm. now it's like a hot show again But she's such a big fan of the show that every season She gives money to her favorite Survivor her That's so funny <laughs> She like donates 50 grand to like the person it, It's It can't be the winner So it's like whoever, whoever doesn't win is. But that she likes, she gives that person 50 grand Sia, 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 Sia See ya. See ya. Which is a perfect opportunity to say. Hit me with your best blurb. Because that's a see a song.
0: Come on and hit me with your best blurb. I don't have any quirky. Why don't p- you like, hit me with your best blurb. I don't have any wordplay or puns in this one, but it's just Even pretty yeah. accurate. <laughs> All right. It's a weird episode. So it was like hard to. I, there is a thread, but it's hard to. Say it, you know?
1: I can't believe that we haven't even touched undergrad. This has got to be the longest we've ever gone.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. It's going to be like 45 minutes. Okay.
1: Sorry, broomheads. Sorry, dope monkeys. I think the dope monkeys are okay. Love it. Yeah. And the broom heads are like, all right, get to the point here.
0: That's why we put the uh, timestamps in there. So they know. I'll put the timestamps for the spoilers on Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> and... <laughs> Don't let us spoil Banshees of Inishirin for you. Banshees <laughs> of Inishirin.
1: Rachel, though, honestly, recommend. Oh, right? yeah.
0: I liked it a lot. Yeah.
1: Big recommend. I liked it I a think lot. It's, I, it's a two, that's a Siskel and Ebert two thumbs up over here.
0: Anyway, <clears throat> it's Valentine's week. And love is in the air. (laughs) But maybe not for the right reasons. Fiona is falling for Adam, but seemingly only when she's drunk. Anya and Dr. Chris are bonding over dorky things, but he has no idea she's underage. And Dave can't get over how short he is.
1: (laughs) I think, honestly, we could end the podcast right now. (laughs) Cause I think that's covers, everything. Covers I don't all the think things. that we need to say <laughs> that much more about any of these things. That's what happens in the episodes.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a weird episode because obviously there's a very consistent thread through these three stories, but like they're kind of weird. What's
1: the consistent thread? Like it's oh, about
0: these like weird relationships. The relationships yeah. Um, not weird relationships relationships. and it's not even unconventional it's just like the it's like problems with these but like budding relationships i am
1: gonna say one thing of positivity Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna say i'm not gonna then i'm not i'm not gonna be like and then everything else is because i don't i think these episodes are good i am really just like in it with these characters now. Mm -hmm. I don't really like, I don't think about the other characters anymore. I don't either. This has like gotten to the point where now I'm just like, I care about these people. The ones I care about, I care about these people. So that's a good thing. I think, Mm -hmm. um, let's talk, let's chat. Let's get going about our fucking, let me tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you Fiona, Fiona coin, Fiona, Apple coin. She's Fiona, Apple, Wayne coin's daughter, Mm -hmm. Fiona, Apple coin. She's in. She is in the mix right now for me. She is in the mix in that upper tier, upper echelon. If she's in an episode, if an episode's about Fiona, I'm telling you, she's wow. a breakout star for me. She's a give her a D- demi, demi, a demi, Demi? a demi, a dimpy. <laughs> I'd give her a Demi. I love, I love Fiona. But Fiona, for me, I just care about her. I care about her well-being. I care. I, I get like nervous for her when she's going in a, on mm-hmm. a bad way. I love her little socks that she wears.
0: <laughs> I got to say, I don't feel this way about Fiona. I know you don't. I, I don't I, know what to I tell you. I don't dislike her, but I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. You know, I'm not that engaged or invested in her well-being. <laughs> okay. I love
1: her. I think she's funny. Mm -hmm.
0: I think she's, I think she's
1: just, she needs, she just needs. Something. She needs some guidance. She needs some help. Well,
0: apparently the big thing with this episode is that Fiona's still really drinking. And I'm like, didn't we deal with this? And this is a great example of Degrassi actually carrying a storyline over.
1: Totally. I agree. But
0: what's odd about it is that they tried to wrap it up in two episodes and then they brought it back for a hot second, but she was pretending to be drunk. Remember with the Holly J. Declan situation? But
1: I think she wasn't really pretending.
0: I think she she had some champagne, but I don't think she was wasted like she is, you know, in these.
1: My theory after these episodes is that she was making an excuse. Mm. I think she really I don't think that was really what she was going Mm -hmm. for. I think that she was trying to cover her tracks interesting so she was like yeah yeah. that was my plan all along
0: i feel like they wrote this after and then we're like maybe we can hide that with it but i think that it's i don't know i felt like it was very she didn't seem that drunk in that episode so that's why i feel like it was more of a trying to hide it but also like why would your friend be okay with the fact that you're still drinking
1: Okay, I don't think she is. I don't think she ever was, but I think she also knows that like she's got to well that's why she's really not. Mm-hmm. That's why she goes to her mom mm-hmm. ultimately. But I think she's doesn't she's figuring out like what to do. I just want mm-hmm. to go back to the other thing really mm-hmm. quick. I I honestly think the reason I do believe and I could be wrong, I'm not saying I'm right. It's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. The reason I think that she she was just trying to cover her tracks now in those other episodes and she was actually drinking and drunk is because this season has been pretty plotted out and has been very good about continuing storylines and covering their bases. Mm -hmm. I think more so than ever before. Mm -hmm. So part of me just thinks that it's not a throwaway for that reason I, I, again, it's I may be giving them a ben, the benefit of the doubt because I'm like in, in enjoying this, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe that's the case, but I, I'm
0: willing to hear other thoughts. Yeah, I also. I don't know. We don't have to keep going over it. I just felt like she didn't. I felt like she was putting it on. Like I, she was drinking, but I feel like she was putting on more of a being drunk for a point.
1: In the episode with Devin. Yes, yeah. Okay, I haven't rewatched it, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know, but I'm just... A- after watching these, my mm-hmm. brain went, oh, maybe that was Making also more kind of, a of thing. Like a covering yeah. her bases. So I'm just thinking about it from... I haven't gone back to see it. I was just thinking that that's maybe what they were doing.
0: Yeah. So it starts off with Fiona saying that she couldn't make it to uh, Adam's special party because her great aunt died.
1: Yeah, and her mom was really sad. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and Adam really likes Fiona and thinks like, oh, maybe Fiona could be in the play with me that Eli is directing. Who? Eli is directing <laughs> with Claire. This, this play felt
1: like something I was supposed to know about.
0: Yeah, never mentioned before, so okay. this was I, new. that's yeah. what I thought. That's why I'm like, they're not that tidy about their stories, <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah, you're right. Fe- good point. Good point. Um, good point. And, you know, Eli and Claire are kind of going like pushing a little bit for Adam and Fiona to get together in a good way.
1: Yeah. I, I, I actually think these actors have chemistry. I believe I I was skeptical, but I was like, Oh, I'm into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they couldn't find an actor, an actress to play against Adam in the lead No one has been good. They had mentioned um, Marisol Marisol was possibly good, but. They threw that away. Was that like a joke, like an in joke or something? I don't
0: know. I, I don't know if it was. I was like, if it was.
1: We've met Marisol. Yes.
0: Briefly. Right. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. so.
1: Basically, they were like, Fiona would be perfect, but she probably won't do it. And then Adam asked, and she was like, Do I have to sing? And, she, and Adam said, You do not have to sing. And then it, it was on. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. She does an audition. It's fine. You can't really tell because the coffee clutch is chatting about the prospects mm-hmm. of uh, Fiona mm-hmm. and Adam mm-hmm. becoming a couple. Big
0: old coffee clutch over there.
1: Yeah, you like that? Mm-hmm. Do you like coffee clutch?
0: <laughs> Reminds me of a clutch.
1: A coffee clutch? No,
0: like a clutch purse.
1: You put a coffee in it, it's a coffee clutch. <laughs> Hey, I got my one clutch over here for my pearls and another one for you my got
0: clutch over here. You got your clutch and your clutch.
1: <laughs> clutch and the clutch. Clutch and, clutch. clutch and clutch. Clutch and clutch is like a fucking shock job. <laughs> hey, you're on here with Clutch and Clutch. How you doing?
0: It's 8.05 in the morning. Uh, clutch and clutch.
1: Basically, Fiona's behind because this play has been in production for a while. Mm-hmm. So Adam says, you know, if you want, I can help you out. We can get together and run lines or whatever mm-hmm. and this is when she says she has to cancel reiki
0: mm-hmm. what's reiki reiki is a uh energy spiritual energy thing
1: oh you're probably into that shit though.
0: i don't i've not done it so i just know what it is
1: but you love spiritual energy
0: i like the ghosts in the dollhouse behind me <laughs> i love yeah. that kind of spiritual energy <laughs>
1: Give me all your spiritual energy. Whoa.
0: <laughs> love 311. Love ghosts in the Amber house. is your
1: spiritual energy. Whoa. Lithium baby. Coming back. Coming back. You know that Amber is the color of your energy came on lithium the other day and I immediately went, nope. I <laughs> changed the channel. Ch- changed it to first wave. Oh, man. And then if first wave ain't working, I go to Ozzy's Boneyard. Those are my. Th- those are your three. <laughs> those are my. Those are my three. Uh, Adam shows up at Fiona's. Fiona's got a
0: lot of bottles of champagne. Oh, my God. She's like right back to where she started. She is like champagne in the water (laughs) bottles. She's drinking like full bottles of champagne. Poor Fiona. Why do I like this character? I don't know. (laughs) I don't have an answer. So, yeah, apparently Adam did not go to the party at Fiona's condo previously that everyone else was at. Because... He's like, wow, cool apartment.
2: <laughs> cool it is a cool condo. Apartment.
0: Let me look at your all of your snow globes you have here. <laughs> Just a table full of snow globes on Fiona's condo.
1: I have a snow globe. It's got Rudolph the Red Nosed <laughs> Reindeer in
0: it. It's a little late for that. It's January 23rd. No, I don't have I put
1: I put it away, but I have it.
0: See, that's me that dating snow. the episode, much like in Bangees of Vinishiran when they look at the calendar on the wall.
1: So Fiona, I, I like Fiona because I I just think she's like a believable character.
0: I don't know, I like I just find her. Some struggles people like Fiona a lot. I just I don't dislike her. Yeah. She's just not one of my favorites. I, I find I her a find little her annoying, struggles. but really? I find her so endearing. I think it's because there's something that comes off as ditzy about her. But that's what I like. That's,
1: that's where it is. That's where our mm-hmm. line is. Because, yes, yeah. 100%. And that is what why I like it. And that is why you don't
0: like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. We I just don't, figured, I we don't, just solved
1: the mystery, Sherlock yeah, Holmes. there we go.
0: The ditzy line. I l- that's like
1: the funny. <laughs> the
0: Mason ditzy
1: line. <laughs> Mason. Oh. Can you hear this clapping? <laughs> Can you hear this? Yeah. This is me, Pat. I'm clapping. You can't hear
0: it? I probably will be able to hear it back on the recording.
1: Oh my God, that's great. Because you know I always say she's kind of a dum-dum.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I don't and like that's that.
1: The, yeah, You are just not in it for, you only want... I
0: want smart ladies.
1: But you don't even like them either no, a right. lot of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just don't like women in degrassi.
1: No, that's not true, because you like Manny. You like Allie a lot. Yeah, you I really love like Allie. Allie.
0: Um you really like Allie. Yeah. I
1: She toes the line. I'd venture to, I would throw out that you like
0: Claire. And I I do. And I don't dislike Fiona, but the things that I find hard about her character is that they threw us for a loop with this whole like. Okay, first off, she's like the rich girl who moves to town and like has is like a socialite and blah blah blah.
1: You're a big class warrior. I'm a big you, class you warrior.
0: The and then they throw in that like she is depressed and like it's no one believes her about all these things and blah blah blah. And then they throw in the whole assault part with Bobby Baloney. And then sure. um. I was watching Stanley Tucci, and we were talking. They were talking about Bologna because they were talking about mortadella in um, hey! in Bologna, and so now I feel like we have to call him Bobby Mortadella
1: because Hey fucking mortadella. The funny thing is, is you brought up Stanley Tucci's Italian show, and I didn't do any fucking Italian. I can't even believe that.
0: I know. That's there's just like, like they're constantly talking about like prosciutto and parmesan and hey, parmesan the Reggiano.
1: The Mason-Ditsy line. The Mason-Ditsy
0: line that. is what we cannot cross here. Um, yeah, and then Fiona now is an alcoholic. So, like, they have kind of keep throwing these things at her that I'm like, I don't know that – I'm like, but can't she just be Fiona? Like, I feel like so many other people have gotten to just be themselves, and with her, it's, like, these layers that don't allow her to just be Fiona because it's like – But here's. It's like the depression and the anxiety and the no one's going to believe me. I'm crazy, blah, 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 part of it. And then it's like the alcoholism. And it's like, but why can't, she, who is she beneath that?
1: Maybe she doesn't know. Mm. Maybe Adam is going to help her figure it out.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I, we'll see what happens with this whole rehab stint. Um Yeah. So Adam's over her apartment. I'm not going to do two beat by beat, but I do think we have to talk about some of the important key points. Um, And Fiona's like drinking champagne to warm up a little bit so that they can talk. They can rehearse, rehearse. rehearse. Um, And she says to um, Adam that she would rather kiss him than any other boy at Degrassi.
1: And she spills. Well, this is after this is after Adam tells her that he's a trans.
0: Yes, and she just says okay.
1: She basically says, "Yeah, I I figured it out." She was like, "I." She literally goes, "I'm from New York," (laughs) (laughs) because that's this show's like, yeah, all right, yeah, say no more. She goes, "I'm from New York. My mom's stylist was Wilma, formerly William, or something." Yeah.
0: Um and and
1: then he says that's okay with you because they're gonna mm-hmm. do a kiss bit from the play, yeah. and he says that's okay, and she says, and that's when she says what you said.
0: Yeah, that, and she also yeah. spills champagne on him, right. so she runs right and gets. His- she's like, "Oh, I have some a uh, spare set of clothes from Declan. I'll get you, Declan's
1: clothes. Declan." This is very funny to me that she says Declan has a spare set of clothes here. That's
0: funny to me. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> it is
1: doesn't he technically like couldn't he live there i wouldn't know if i would call them a spare set of clothes i would say well like declan's got some clothes here like a
0: spare set a spare set of
1: clothes what is a spare set of clothes oh, i good. thought that was very fun i got a very big kick in spare. That. it's like one you of the that. eight notes i took was spare set of
0: clothes. yeah so they kiss yeah it's hot and did you think it was a hot I kiss, race? I it was Rach? a hot kiss. They had a couple kisses in these two episodes. You know, the next day at school, Fiona's like, let's pretend this never happened. hmm Yeah. And Adam's upset and then is talking to Eli about it. And Eli's like, oh, Eli is like, oh, in Vino Veritas. <laughs> And Adam's I like, hated I don't shit. understand Greek. He's like, well, it's Latin.
1: <laughs> mm, I hated all of this. <laughs> I'm, Eli is like too much for me.
0: <laughs> Eli
1: is like, I like Eli 100%, but like, I hate Eli too. Like, he's two things, yeah. two sides of the coin, the Wayne coin. The,
0: the two sides of the Wayne the, coin. The Fiona coin. Um, I, I do like Eli personally, but I understand. I like Man. him too,
1: but of course you do.
0: That would Of course sense. I do, because there's no Mason Ditzy line there.
1: No, it's fucking Mason pretentious line.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And Vino
1: Veritas. Fuck you. Mason pretentious line. Um, Kick him in the dick.
0: (laughs) I mean, really, who should be over the pretentious line is Fiona, who has foie gras that she ordered in delivery. (laughs) But she's not
1: pretentious because she's kind of a (laughs) dum-dum.
0: Like, do you like foie gras?
1: (laughs) Do you like foie gras? I do now. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 And and so she goes, Adam goes back over to Fiona's house. (laughs) To Fiona's condo. Sorry. Adam goes back over to Fiona's condo. Keep doing it. Right. Uh, (laughs) It's terrible. Uh, we're adults. <laughs> gerbiling. Just gerbling. Yeah. Right they were
1: gerbling?
0: <laughs> Maybe they were. So Adam goes back over to Fiona's condo. Right. And Fiona's drinking again. She says, yeah. In France, everyone has an aperitif before dinner. It's like the law. Yeah. And but
1: then Holly J shows up. Oh, sorry. I
0: can't. Like, I couldn't figure out when I was watching this for a while and until you get a little bit further into it. I was like, does Fiona actually like Adam or is Fiona drinking because it's a guy or is Fiona drinking because it's Adam specifically?
1: Well, that was the question. Mm-hmm. It came up a number of times. Mm-hmm. I, let's let's rectify it. What do you think? Ultimately, all said and done. What do you think?
0: I don't know, because I feel like they weren't showing her drinking as much for a little while there because we kind of skipped over her. So I don't know if she's been drinking excessively this whole time or if, like, she started drinking again.
1: I think she likes Adam. Mm -hmm. But I think she is struggling with the perception that the what the perception of that is a little bit. Mm -hmm. I also think Declan came, Declan left again. Mm. I think Holly J's kind of been out of the picture a little bit. Yeah. Their friendship is so, so I think it's a lot of things that are
0: happening that are
1: happening. Exactly. Yeah. That are kind of like building up. I think she I do think she likes Adam. Mm-hmm. I think she I mean, she does say pretty much. I love you.
0: Yeah, she says she it. says it. And pretty quickly, I put question marks and exclamation points next to it in my notes because I was like, that's fast.
1: It's fast, but also it's not because it has been happening like piecemeal throughout the season.
0: They lit
2: the party.
1: I, say, I guess it was, it was just last episode. Just last, episode. <laughs> last episode. But but yeah, I but I also do feel like that is with in Fiona's character as someone who would like fall in love with somebody really quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I it's hard to know because she went through the whole thing with Bobby Mortadella um, like, what's going on there exactly? So they are making out Confusing in Fiona's <laughs> condo, and Holly J walks in because she left her French book there.
1: Yeah, come on. Um,
0: And Holly J is kind of like, oh, what's going on? And I don't, I don't think Holly J is anti-Fiona Adam. I think Holly J is like, oh, no way. she's been drinking, and like knows yeah, yeah, immediately, yeah. and is like, this is a problem.
1: See, I think that she's been drinking... The whole time. Yeah. But it might be exact. I, I, I think that, yeah, the idea, like, remember, Declan and uh Holly J almost got back together, which is like what she wanted mm-hmm. more than anything. And then it didn't happen. So that fell apart. Fucking Wayne Coyne's wife, Fiona Applecoin, is never around. There's mm-hmm. no family. So, and remember, like, when, who was hitting on her recently? Like, Dave?
0: That was a while ago. So, that was like early Dave.
1: No, it's not Dave. It was Drew.
0: Yes, Drew was it when he
1: like she and I was like, did she just come back? I was like very
0: confused. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, the next day at school, yeah. there is the lovers' lunch.
1: Yeah, yeah. There it's Sweethearts Week, by the way.
0: Valentine's Week. You can't. They called it Sweethearts
1: Week, and they were like, you can't have PDA, but you can still send a heart to your sweetie. Sweet tarts week Sweet tarts yeah sweet Yeah 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 sweet
0: tarts week <laughs> Um So they have lover's lunch and it's a double Date with Adam and Fiona and Claire And Eli and Fiona is drinking champagne out of a water Bottle shows up drunk yeah, she's drunk She's shit faced and she's like Claire let's Go to shopping sometime you're So pretty
1: <laughs> Your eyes are so mm-hmm. Beautiful
0: Um I don't want
1: I don't want to be this person, but I'm gonna, Mm -hmm. because it's me. Mm -hmm. So do we have to have a conversation about consent here? Because Fiona is always drunk when they hook up. And for the most part, Adam is like, he kind of knows this isn't great.
0: Mm, I didn't even think about that.
1: Okay, so we don't have to have the conversation about it, but I'm going to say I'm it. I'm not saying it's not then, something to
0: consider. I just didn't even think about it in passing because in my mind, I don't know. I feel like she's drunk, but she's not passed out being, and it's like, I don't know.
1: She's kind of passed out when he show, well, I guess that's when he's like, I will be involved in the
0: intervention. Yes, exactly, yeah.
1: Okay, all right, so maybe we don't. But also, let's also say, though, Holly J comes to the house, Mm -hmm. sees that she's drunk, tells Adam, you know, sometimes if he puts seltzer in the glasses, she doesn't know if it's... Mm -hmm. Basically, like, gives Adam the pointers of how to handle this situation. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the next day or a couple days later, Holly J's like, we're having an intervention because we're afraid for Fiona. She's an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. I think you should come. Mm -hmm. You should be there. And Adam's instinct is to go to her and say, we should get the fuck out of here.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a little, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, Adam, like, you know, they're, they're also kids like, so they're going to have their own reaction to these things. Um,
1: Adam also, I don't think at this point, does think she's an alcoholic.
0: No, and I think it's hard to recognize that in someone as, like, I didn't have friends who drank in high school. I know people at my school did, but I, I they weren't my friends. Um, and I don't know what I would have done with that information as a teenager.
1: Fucking fucking dork
0: so straight edge um i don't know what i would have done with that information like and i don't know that i would have recognized what alcoholism would look like As
1: i don't think i would have recognized what alcoholism would look like because everyone
0: was an alcoholic.
1: <laughs> like, everyone just binge drank like no no one was like drinking like to hide from them. yeah you yeah. know it wasn't yeah. like that so you're right. I would, I wouldn't probably see that either.
0: Yeah. And, uh, but part of the reason Go why ahead. I also brought up like the, the thing that happens like in between, like these things that we're talking about that Fiona says to Adam, drinking yeah. makes it easier to yes. be with you. And
1: I was going to say, that's
0: the line yeah. that I'm like, but what do you mean by that? Like is, I you know, and it's like, they leave it open-ended kind of on purpose and then it very quickly turns into not that long after is like her telling Adam that she loves him. So you're saying, does it mean easier to be with you? Because of t- being like through this abusive situation and not going to be with anyone because Adam is trans, like because she doesn't really have feelings for him. Like they don't really it's like it could mean a lot kinda of things. I kind of like that.
1: I kind of like that they leave yeah. it open ended for you. And sort of don't answer the question.
0: And but then they kind of turn it back around because they get back together pretty quickly.
1: I do kind of think it was meant to be about her past. Mm-hmm. And the relationship she's had in the past, especially with Bobby.
0: Because uh, she's pretty Mortadella. in the last episode, she's pretty explicit about the fact that um, she had ha- she did doesn't really want to be with anyone because of having that relationship, and exactly. you know she knows that Adam is trans. Like she says that, but like I know that Adam is thinking that's what it must mean. Like there's no like that's his fear.
1: Yeah, I even said earlier that the the perception maybe the perception thing was a reason why she was drinking. But I I kind of I'm gonna go back on that because I really don't think she gives. I honestly don't think she cares. Yeah, about that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. She's very her. I do think she at least has courage of her convictions pretty much Mm
2: -hmm.
1: all the time. So I think it's more about. Entering into another relationship is a scary Mm -hmm. thing for
2: her. Mm -hmm.
1: So I hope that was what it is. I don't know that Adam takes it that way though, because Adam doesn't necessarily even know.
0: No, exactly about Bobby Belloni Mortadella.
1: Bobby Mortadella, sorry, Bobby Mortadella. Yeah. So wait, Mortadella is Bologna? That's uh, what the Italians call
0: but, it. Well, no, Mortadella is like the real Bologna, and then Bologna is a bastardization of Mortadella. Uh,
1: what's olive loaf? Uh,
0: none of the above. Mm,
1: okay.
0: It's just a loaf of Isn't, olives.
1: No, olive loaf is like bologna it with is. olives I know what in it, it is. It. It's fucking gross, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Bologna with olives in it. When I was a kid, when you were a kid, did you ever go to, like, the butcher with your mom? Um,
0: no, I went to the grocery store with my mom, and we went to the deli meat section, and that's where we talked to the people. <laughs> we didn't go to a specific When I was butcher. a kid,
1: we would go to the butcher, and the butcher would always give me a piece of bologna as a kid.
0: Oh, Really? Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. like to eat a lot when I was a kid was Braunschweiger, which is liverwurst. What the
1: fuck is that? It's oh, liverwurst.
0: Liverwurst. Ugh, God, I used to I eat that on like a potato roll with some relish. I thought it was delicious. I had no idea what it was. I was just like, Braunschweiger. That's the German word. <laughs> I don't know what schweiger is, what but is brown it? means brown.
1: <laughs> what is it? Liverwurst. What is it?
0: It's a, the worst liver.
1: <laughs> no, stop it. What is it? Is it what is it?
0: <laughs> Let me look it up.
1: Oh, you don't even
0: know. I don't know. Braunschweiger it's is a smoked fucking... liver sausage. Braunschweiger. That's probably good.
1: I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I had it as a kid sometimes, too. And, and the idea of it now repulses me. But I bet you it's not bad. It's probably like pate.
0: Yeah, and it's Just funny like because I, I would be like grossed out by pate. And I was like, I used to eat this, which is like. It's apparently a German sausage that's made from pork and or beef organ meats, primarily liver. <laughs> like...
1: Pate is fancy, though, right? Yeah.
0: And that's the fancy yeah. liver.
1: Mm, pate, please. I would eat that right now on a cracker. Mm. Sorry to all our vegan listeners. Indeed. <clears throat> Fiona, we still have two more stories to talk about. Yeah, she Luckily,
0: she's like passed out. Um, and that's when... And she's like puking, uh, kind of coughing and like sounds like she's throwing up lightly.
1: Adam tells her base doesn't tell her there's an intervention happening, but says to her, we should get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So she's like, I want to go home and change my clothes because I'm in this dowdy ass yeah. well, uniform. Well,
0: this is like before that. Holly J says to Adam, like that she, Fiona's an al- alcoholic and Adam's enabling her. Which I was like, that's harsh. Like <laughs> they barely know each other. Um,
1: I thought that was harsh too. And I thought that was a little bit She says that
0: they're going to have much. an intervention about rehab.
1: And that's when Adam's like, oh, no, you're not, because she loves me, and I mm-hmm. want that. And so I'm going to tell her, and we're going to leave. She doesn't tell her it's an intervention, but he says we should go. She says, I want to go home. Meet me at the house.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He shows up at the house in a fucking killer outfit, mm-hmm. fit, as they would say, a fit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, and she's passed out on the couch. She pukes into a champagne bottle, presumably.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, Adam mm-hmm. calls Holly Jacoby and Meyer Sinclair and says, all right. We got to do something about this. I'm here to help. Mm -hmm. He brings her to the intervention. She is not happy about it. And she's like, I never want to see him again. Get him out of here. I'm not even going to have this intervention if he's here. Mm -hmm. So he leaves. He's very despondent. Yeah. He goes back to the Dot Marie Jones. He sees Eli.
0: Get some pie.
1: Gives him some pie. He says, you know, she never wants to see me again. In walks Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair with a, with a page from Fiona's diary. Mm-hmm. That's a very lovely. This is why I think Fiona genuinely has feelings for Adam.
0: Mm-hmm. I do too.
1: It's a it's a letter about how, you know, you just left, but I miss you already. I love the sound of your voice. Mm-hmm. I love when you're around. It's very nice. And now Adam is sort of like, all right, I can work with this.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the A story. You know what bubbly starts with? <laughs> you know what bunder age starts with? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I know what bunder age starts with. It starts with a Beep.
0: Beep story.
1: Bunder age. You know what the bummer is? Speaking of bees. Yeah. Is that I have to talk so much about this because I thought, you know, the B story and the C story, you want to just kind of coast through. Mm -hmm. I guess I don't have to say so much about this, except it's Dr. Chris. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Here's what I'm going to say at the top. Mm -hmm. And then you can say whatever you want to say and do whatever you want to do. Okay. in Doctor Chris's defense, he he thinks that Anya Anya Bananya
0: is a college
2: student. is in
1: college. <laughs> she thinks she's twenty and a half years old,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and agrees to go on a date with her, and they have a really nice time. He's only twenty five,
0: mm-hmm. which I, still I do not want possible. to have a cancer doctor who is twenty five. <laughs>
1: Neither do I. And if that's, if that is a wrong thing to say, then...
0: well, no, he just got in, out of school. Put me in jail. He just got out of school. I don't want him to be my For primary sure. doctor. <laughs> Give it a little experience there.
1: So they do everything right here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They make it very known that Anya is lying, that this man does not know the truth. Mm-hmm. And they end it with, um, Anya's mom finding out and being like, You have to tell this man the truth. And they go together and they tell this man the truth. And he's appalled and he's like, 17. I've got to go. I'm sorry. I had a nice time with you at that dinner at Little Mistakes. But I, I would have rather it been at Pizza Leslie. But I can't. Pizza I do Leslie want to talk about Pizza Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mistake. was like, Little Mistakes, the dot. But Pizza Leslie Pizza stole Leslie. my heart. <laughs>
1: Pizza Leslie's the best because I certainly when she looked at it in the calendar, I thought he was going to pizza with a woman named Leslie. I couldn't have imagined
0: that. It <laughs> That's was what at I the thought it was, too, and was I wrote down cool. pizza with Leslie? Question mark. Yep. Seven p.m. <laughs> I couldn't have
1: fathomed that the name
0: of the restaurant would be Pizza Leslie. Leslie. I'm like Leslie is the least Italian name I can imagine. <laughs> Leslie. Leslie
1: and Warren owns it. <laughs> Leslie and Warren.
0: So they do everything right. And then they
1: have a bit at the end where he fucking agrees to meet with her again. You are a grown man. You are a doctor. He agrees to meet with her again. And she's like, you know, I'm going to be 18 in two months. And he's like, well, let's just revisit it in two months. And I'm like, that doesn't make it better. It's still not. Okay. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm mad. I'm mad about this. Also, I don't know if you noticed, mm-hmm. this motherfucker wore a puka shell necklace.
2: <gasps> he much, did? I much, missed <laughs> that. It's
1: like, I don't know if it's a puka shell necklace. It's actually brown, so it might not be puka okay. shell, but it is a tight-fitting necklace. I think it's a nod to our old, hey, Anya, seriously, seriously call me. I'm always willing. I'm always up for a date. <laughs> Oh my god! I so this motherfucker, it. I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm gonna have to do Anya and Doctor Chris. I'm gonna have to watch Anya and Doctor Chris
0: more than this. In another, he's not 60 even that days. cute.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, Sav way hotter.
0: But you know what? You know hotter. what is very cute though is that he's really into Dungeons and Dragons. And so they he wants to go to the Renaissance fair with her. And I without him knowing like her age, I'm like, it's very cute. I'm like
1: they did everything they right. All of that together. is fine. All of that is mm-hmm. fine. He thinks she's 20 years old, even though I'm still even like well, 2025 20, is
2: fine. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm like oh. yeah. yeah. Why do we have to do this? Why must this be the thing we're doing? The other important things in this, um Hit Me with it because I just was, I just
1: overviewed it. Oh, it's what, okay. what, what do we do? Um, what am I missing?
0: Anya's mom's cancer is gone.
1: Yes, very important. That's
0: important. Not a trace of cancer. Um, and uh, Anya is very into Dr. Chris, as we've been over, not like
1: Bill Nye in uh, living, yeah.
0: very, very into Dr. Chris. Um, Anya's and cancer. uh, she keeps telling Holly J about how much she. You know she doesn't have all this excitement her friend is dating her ex she faked that miscarriage earlier this year um mm-hmm. and all that stuff and like doesn't she deserve one perfect date if she refers to him as this great you got this it. boy that works there yeah she knew she knows this boy that works there first year resident um so she makes Holly J go to Pizza Leslie because she knows that Dr. Chris is going to be there at 7 p.m. She
1: saw it in his planner 7 p.m. at P. Who did you think he was meeting at Pizza Leslie?
0: Leslie. <laughs> I. <laughs> I might have been. It might have been Eastless meeting Leslie. We never found out. It's so funny because like it, I, I, maybe
1: Pizza Leslie is like a chain or something in Canada. I'm I'm willing to believe that. But it looks like the outside naming of the, a restaurant, the
0: fancy restaurant that they've used sometimes. Like Declan and Holly J ate at a fest, a fancy restaurant, and it looks like the same place. Probably is.
1: But if you're just for like writing a show, if you're gonna do that and it's in a planner and mm-hmm. we're just reading it, make it very clear that it's not a person. Like,
0: <laughs> name it anything pizza, but Leslie. Literally, pizza like anything no- other than Nopoli. a human
1: name. There you go.
0: Pizza. Pizza. Roma. Fucking, pizza. Pizza. Pizza, pizza, fucking (laughs) Mortadel. Um, but pizza, Leslie, olive
1: loaf for heaven, pizza, (laughs) liverwurst,
0: anything. And it's not like Maria's pizza, it's pizza, Leslie. Yeah, if it was
1: Leslie's pizza, different story. So I would still probably think Leslie was making him pizza in that scenario as well.
0: Oh, yeah, true. Uh, Anya makes Holly J go with her to pizza, Leslie. And she's like, we'll just like see him and see who he's with and like, see what happens. And so then she's like, Oh, Holly J choke on an olive. That'll get him over here. And she's like, I, I, I faked a pregnancy. You can fake choking.
1: I love. So he comes into pizza. Leslie Mm -hmm. at, he's at like the, 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 what's it called? The person who hostess hostess table. And they are sitting at a table, like literally 10 feet from the hostess table. And she's like, I can't go up to him. I'm too embarrassed. And I'm like, okay, so you just, you're going to wait. He's going to see you. He's, Mm -hmm. there's really Mm -hmm. only one general direction he can look Mm -hmm. and it's at you. And he'll go, oh, Anya, so funny that you're here. No, she makes Holly J. Pretend to choke on an olive Mm -hmm. so that he has to quote unquote, save Holly J.'s life. He would have found you.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. It's, it's wild. So... (laughs) So, he's there and he like you know talks to her for a second, but like not that much. And he goes back and then he's meeting this woman and then Holly Jane on. You're like you know is it a girlfriend? Is it a sister? You know it's hard to tell. And so then he calls her later,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like asks her out because he's. You know, that was just a friend, you know, and he's, you know, he's, you know, been eyeing her up at, at all the mom appointments and thinks that she's in college. So thinks that she's of like a reasonable age to ask her out. So she says, yeah. I know this great spot called Little Mistakes. Little
1: Mistakes. <laughs> and they had a nice dinner. Yeah. They talked about LARPing and Dungeons and Dragons in the Renaissance Fair. It
0: was very cute. It was very It was a sweet. cute date. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not arguing against it being a cute date. No. I'm not arguing against it.
0: No, I'm not saying it's right either. I'm just saying it was a cute date.
1: He's a professional doctor. He's a doctor of medicine. She is in high school. Yeah. I can't even fathom, like, when you find that out, you would just be like I'm just shocked oh, by how
0: you? confident she is in going on this date with this twenty five year old doctor. She's like lying like about that, college yeah. seminars and you know, he's like, Oh, I can drop you back at your dorm. And she's like, Uh
1: Holly J is gonna take me. Yeah. I also liked how Holly J was like, What if he wants to take you to a bar? Yeah. What if he wants to take you to a work event and some of your a friend of your parents is there? Mm-hmm. Like all of these things. Mm-hmm. Holly J was great. Holly J Holly J
0: is like probably one of my favorite people at this point. She's up
1: there too. She's really knocking it knocking on the door of
2: top
0: top tier. Top tier.
1: I like Anya a lot too. It was very funny when they were talking uh Eli and Claire mm-hmm. and Adam. I was like there's Eli and Adam. They were talking about who would be the leading lady in the play because they couldn't find anybody. Mm-hmm. And somebody suggested, well, what about Anya? And I think it was Eli was like, she's too, like, positive <laughs> all the time.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> I loved it.
0: Um, so Anya's mom figures this out, like, that something's up. And she yeah. calls her Anya Marie McPherson. Um and Anya's like talking back to her mom and she's like, You can't tell me what to do. I'm 17. And I'm like, Oh, yes, she can tell you yes, what you to can. Yo, oh, yeah, she can. Um, and then Anya is trying to justify this so hard. So she's like talking to Holly J about like, oh, well, you just do the age thing where you do half your age plus seven. And she's like, it's still more than you are. It's still not <laughs> yeah, what yeah, age yeah. you are. Um, and she's like, Well, I'll just tell him, you know, it's it's fine. And so we're yeah, having a lunch he in likes his me office. at 20
1: he'll like me at 17 which
0: is not true um so she is she's going for lunch at his office and they do and then she's like about to tell him and she sees these fair tickets on the table and there' it's a Ren fair in Ithaca and he's like you know I I didn't want to be presumptuous like you know I but I thought you might want to go and like don't worry I booked two rooms and all this stuff and I was like It's if she were just older or he were just younger, this would be so cute.
1: I do like this because they establish early that he was a dork in high school, Mm -hmm. couldn't get any dates. And now that he's a doctor, he's a kind of established himself. And like his kind of. Thirst, for lack of a better Mm -hmm. word, I mean, that's really fast to be like, come away with me for a weekend. Yeah. That's the kind of thing a fucking ex-dork would do. Just like, would do. Oh my yeah. God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that I do. I like. mean, it's I in Ithaca, like the rent fair. So it's far.
1: Ithaca. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to pack a suitcase. It's,
0: you got to get a passport.
1: Yeah. 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 That's right. It's in Ithaca.
0: Anya is just going to go to fucking Ithaca for the weekend. I'm like, how are you going to tell your mom? What are you going to do? So she's like, not at school. And she's like packing up her shit. And like walking out of the house in heels and like with her suitcase. And I was just, cool, I was I like, oh, I, was heels. Like, cool, I this. Outfit. I've seen, you know, her and Holly J wear heels to school before and, and Allie. And I'm just like mind blown by it because I went to a school where I had to wear saddle shoes. So it's not like I could have worn them anyway. But I'm just like, they're high <laughs> schoolers. Like, what the fuck are you wearing heels around for?
1: I have nothing to add to that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this, this covers this part of the guys. <laughs> anyway, her mom comes home because she forgot something. I at appreciate home, it. And she's like, "What the fuck do you think you're doing, Anya Marie McPherson?" <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so up, and, up until this
0: point, mm-hmm. she oh she she knows
1: that Anya has gone on a date with Doctor Chris, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "What would this man want with a 17 year old?" Mm-hmm. And Anya sort of like does the thing, mm-hmm. and she's like oh fuck how old does he think you are Mm -hmm. so she realizes it i like i do too i thought this was pretty good and she's like dude we're going to see this guy and you're telling him the truth yeah because she felt bad too she felt bad for him Mm
0: -hmm. so she forces him she forces her there to tell the truth and it's embarrassing it's embarrassing but very well done it felt very real
1: Liked it a lot. And so then Anya's like, God, mom, you always ruin everything on the way out. Which was I was
0: like, well, that makes you the 17 year old there. And exactly.
1: Um, And this is all great. What a great what tie that up in a bow. What a mm -hmm. great story we've told. It was very fun. And now we're at the end. We never wash our hands of it. Let's not talk about it anymore.
0: And they could have gone for this lunch at the end. As long as they hadn't touched on the age part. You know, they could have had a, oh, I'm sorry, you know.
1: He should not, I'm going to say it, I'm going to get on my soapbox. Mm -hmm. He should not have gone to this lunch. She asked to go to this lunch. He should have said, "Ah, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to this lunch with you. I'm sorry. You're a child. I'm not going to this lunch. He goes to the lunch because he's obviously interested. Mm -hmm. He's a doctor. Why do I care that he's a doctor?
0: I don't know. You're very obsessed with it, though.
1: I just So they go to this lunch, and she's like, I'm going to be 18. And two. We've talked about mm-hmm. it. I'm going to be 18 in two months. He's all right. All right. Let's just wait two months. Until then, we're going to be friends. And he says your mom I'm has ju- to be on board. Very true. Very true. Very true. Yes, he does say that. But also, it's not his mom's mm-hmm. decision to make.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Her mom's decision to make. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Lindsay, our good friend, Lindsay Joe texted me and said, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about all the doctor stuff (laughs) that is coming up in the next episode. And I have a, don't I I am not into it. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. It's just like, come on, you've told this story. Let's tell another story. There's got to be something better to tell.
0: This was a fun detour. He should never... I mean, it gave us go, pizza Leslie, so I can't be that mad pizza about Leslie. it. Pizza
1: Leslie. I can't be mad about pizza Leslie. You don't go on the date. You don't go to the lunch. You don't. You say, respectfully, 17-year-old high school student, I had fun at our dinner. I have to pass on the lunch.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, you have I to was... pass on the lunch. I was, and I guess you were, too, 17 when I started college. I was 17 for the first three months of college
1: um i was
0: 17 for
1: a couple of weeks
0: because
1: mm-hmm. september i'm september yeah, so maybe a so.
0: month three months anyway we'll see
1: where this goes see where this goes see, see where this goes
0: see where this goes
1: but we'll see 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 where it goes i like that segue we'll see where it
0: goes hey Pat. pad see, see, see yes could you get the c story could you get the C story? Dave is short and I feel like he we can both speak to this. Yeah, because, because this would a, be like if we I am dated. a taller woman and you are a shorter man. Mm-hmm. And like so I feel like we both have experience in this realm.
1: I dated always uh, taller in high school, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Every all the people I dated in high school were taller than me, and I didn't give a fuck because I, I'm not a as fucking a
0: tall woman. I felt like is. I was the one who felt weird about it, and no guy ever gave a shit about it. So I'm like, this feels weird to me because I'm like, Dave cares, but Dave is very image conscious. So like, it, but, very. But the image thing conscious. is, I felt I always felt like that shorter men thought they looked great with a tall woman with them.
1: I never thought about it one way or the Mm -hmm. other. I just didn't have many. That was the only, I dated a lot in high school Mm -hmm. and there was no other, I mean, many options. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a short guy. I'm not, I mean, I probably dated people, at least my height Mm -hmm. or maybe like an inch or two shorter, Mm -hmm. but oftentimes I had, I did have girlfriends in high school that were taller than me and I didn't really think about
0: it. Yeah. And I bet you, I, I bet you also were like shorter than you are now in high school, possibly because you know, you don't necessarily like finish growing. But guys, um, don't.
1: I think not. <laughs> I think I was pretty much okay. I pretty much hit this and kind of stayed here yeah. for a while. Yeah, forever.
0: Until my my shorter. dad's not super tall. Um, but he was very short in high school.
1: Yeah, I always like had. I just I just didn't. I was like a conf. I I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. I I didn't let it define who I was as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't let it be the only thing that people thought about. I think it's what you see initially, yeah. but then I'm like me. I'm a fucking gad about, you know? Mm-hmm. Come on. Look who you're talking to here.
0: Who, how tall was the tallest woman you dated?
1: I don't know. I don't know, yeah. like, in inches and in feet. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Curious. It didn't come I'm up. We didn't talk about it. Um, But certainly, like, the the... I had... I dated someone... My freshman year of high school, and then she sort of like I'm still friends with mm-hmm. her. I mean, we're still friends. We still talk on, uh, on text all the time. And um, she became sort of like this person who I we would break up, and then we would date other people, and then we would get back together, and then we would break up and date other people, and then we would get back together. So she was sort of like my preeminent person mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. dating life in high school and she was taller than me I don't know if she was like significantly I don't know but but certainly mm-hmm. like
0: well Sadie doesn't even look that much taller than Dave to be honest it's like she does I mean you don't think it's so me, but it's not like she's not like he's it's not like Dave is like five feet tall and she's six feet tall it's like a couple inches maybe
1: but I would say Dave is around my size mm-hmm And she's probably four inches taller. I mean, they definitely do camera work, especially when she stands up at the dot and they both stand (laughs) up to make her look much much taller taller than him. But like with at the risk of doing a thing that I don't like to do, Mm -hmm. she's also (laughs) like beautiful. Like, Dave, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, are you
0: kidding me? And and she's a tall lady who likes basketball, which is not me. And all of... (laughs)
1: And all of the things you like, yeah. like, and the fact that like, he's so insecure, that's what so it's because ob- it's, it's, somebody says that, right? It's not about her. It's about you. Mm-hmm. Is it Wesley or Connor? One mm-hmm. of them says it. I love when they make the short jokes to him, too. We're like, that'll be a stretch.
0: <laughs> I wish I had not they're written great. all of those down. They were so funny, though. <laughs>
1: That one was that'll be a stretch, and one was like, I don't remember the other one, but they're the, that group of three boys, they're, their they're friendship, so they're very fun together. Yeah. I always enjoy it. There's
0: them. a part where Dave says that we have nothing in common, and they're like, You like basketball, she likes basketball, like she likes hip hop, mm-hmm. you like hip hop, she likes you, and you like you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is a very, like, not much happening sea story, but it's also, like, a really fun sea story. It is.
0: And, like, but the thing that's because Dave is so insecure, he calls her so many mean things that she always says,
1: like, she's a freak of nature or something. And I'm I like, was like, What? She's gorgeous, you asshole. Like, you should be, like, fucking thanking every star that has shown up in your life mm-hmm. that this person is even slightly interested in you. And they meet because her name is Sadie. Did we say that already? Yes. Sadie. They meet because they're both making fun of Sweethearts week. And there's someone, there's a couple who always makes out in front of Dave's locker mm-hmm. and he can't get into his locker as a result and she's sitting there and they're both like lamenting how annoying this is. They have this great meet up. And then she stands up at some point and he realizes she's tall. I just yeah, I just I I I have a hard time with how he would care. I just don't know. I just don't. He calls her a giraffe.
0: Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. He calls her freak. Did
1: anybody ever call you a giraffe? No. Rach? And the thing is, thing is so that
0: I, like I was saying, like I had more trouble with dating shorter guys because of my own body image issues. And it's like, oh. you know, cause I, it's not just like feeling taller. It's like feeling bigger and that always bothered me. And so I struggled right. with it. Um, and so you didn't
1: feel like a giraffe,
0: I, like you were eating. I felt the leaves like a freak, of nature. Um, a freak but, of nature. Um freak of nature. Giraffe is like elegant. Um, but it's funny because he says that she's freakish and her his friends are like, You're a shrimp. <laughs> like, what's yeah, what's the deal?
1: <laughs> so She's very sweet. I like Sadie. I'm excited about, I, I want Sadie to be a part of the show. I don't mm-hmm. know how often we'll see her. Maybe she will be on the show more, but, mm-hmm. um, so he realizes what a dickhead he's been and he apologizes and he, and he, he doesn't quite understand. I think that it's his insecurities and not, no,
0: he doesn't seem nothing to get more.
1: it at all. <laughs> he doesn't seem to get that. He just seems to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I should. She's not going to like me though. Cause I was mean to her. Yeah. So he apologizes. She, she's like, You called me a giraffe. And he basically says what you said it was like, They're elegant and they can reach the leaves <laughs> on the top of the tree. And she's like, kind of charmed by him, which I get because he is like, He's a good looking guy for a short guy. He's a good looking guy and he's like, kind of funny. A short guy. <laughs> speaking as one. Um, but he's like, kind of funny. So I get that she likes him. Mm-hmm. And so they agree to play basketball and whoever wins the basketball game. If he wins the basketball game, she gives him another shot. And if she wins
0: and they'll go for nachos at little mistakes,
1: little mistakes. Is really no one's going to
0: pizza. Leslie.
2: No one, I
1: haven't seen anybody go to. They pizza don't have Leslie an inside
0: out. set for pizza. Leslie, they just have an outside set. So
1: pizza. Leslie is maybe a little bit too, too, uh, expensive. Oh, I for,
0: bet. Uh, I bet it's a pricey place. That's where adults go for dates.
1: Um, so they hold hands, which was sweet.
0: Yeah. She's taller than she him. is. Who cares? Who cares? You care. I mean, I do, but yeah. Any,
1: sh- any shortos?
0: No shortos for
1: me. You were like, no shorts need apply here.
0: <laughs> there was an article in the New York Times recently about height and like, and like the benefits of being shorter. And it's like all the people who were head complexes about being short came out in the comments We're talking about how shitty it is to be tall. And I was like, okay, like, I'm not here to say you're terrible for being short.
1: Like, Wait, why, what were they saying?
0: Just like, like things about, uh, I don't even, uh, things about like people being like more efficient and like living longer and stuff when they're shorter. And I was like, I don't know that that's true, but.
1: Okay. I'm going to live longer. I'm more efficient than you. I'm going to live longer. I am more
0: efficient than you i am going to live longer No, no, you'll, You're still in New York City, though. That's going
1: to kill you. Right now, I will 1000% right not live longer than you. <laughs> I will be dead before you by a number of years, I will imagine.
0: Yeah. Well, you're older than me, too. So even so. That aside. Um... <laughs> even so, I'm going to be dead
1: well before you. So you... I'm going to be dead before you plus those years. Plus those
0: years. Okay. So. This is a nice thing to talk about. Nice wrap up.
1: 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Rach. How much did this episode go there? 20. Th- Are we cut? We're getting out of this, right? Soon, By the soon, next season. Yeah.
0: It's not much longer. Okay. We're back to the patented 10. Yeah, unless there's some other weird thing that that...
1: <laughs> I hate this 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I gotta be honest. But 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Rach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How much does this episode go there between zero and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea being it going there the most.
0: So there's. Alcoholism and an intervention. There's
1: alcoholism and an intervention.
0: There's underage dating.
1: Oh, yeah, there is. It's so funny. I thought this episode didn't go there. Now I'm like,
0: oh, wait. Short guy syndrome. I don't know.
1: Short people got no reason to live. Randy Newman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting for sweet death to take them. Um Mm -hmm. I don't know. It goes there a bit, but it doesn't go there like it doesn't feel extreme like it feels pretty tame, even if it's like tackling bigger topics like they make no big deal out of the age thing. And the intervention also seems kind of like an afterthought almost. I guess I'll go. Yeah, with, we've
1: been through her being an alcoholic already. Yeah,
0: I guess I'm going to go with eight thousand leagues under the sea. That's low, right? Lower. Ho-
1: That's a four out of ten. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. It, I don't feel like it goes we- there that much.
1: Oh, you're thinking low cause it would go low. Yeah, right yeah.
0: I was like, wait, what do you seat? mean by that?
1: <laughs> it's very confusing, yeah. all of these things. Because we're going it's in too so deep. <laughs> we're in too deep. Right. Um so you're giving it a four out of ten. Mm-hmm. I was going to go low, but then you said all that stuff and I was like, "That yeah, she's da-. well, the dating part with the old man is like, first of all, he's, <laughs> he's 20 years younger than me, so he's not <laughs> he's, old. You must but- think
0: I'm ancient. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like most of the 25 year olds I know are idiots. <laughs> I would
1: drink, I would drink someone's blood to be 25 <laughs> years old
0: again. If you were like,
1: drink this blood and you'll be 25, I would do it.
0: I had some fun as a 25 year old. Oh, God, it was a fucking, oh, my God. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean,
1: we should do a podcast, but we're... oh, my God. I had, I was just like.
0: <sighs> yeah. I. <laughs> you ever was... want to
1: hear the saddest, saddest sighs of an old man? <laughs> we're just just thinking about where I was at 25 and how much fucking fun it
0: was. Yeah. I had a lot of fun in my early 20s, but I had no money. Not that I have a lot of money now, but I have, I don't feel like it's stressed out about it as I did then.
1: I was 25. I had no money and I lived in New York Mm -hmm. City.
0: Yeah, I lived in London.
1: I had no fucking money. And I fucking, oh my God.
0: It was was the good old days.
1: I didn't want to think about it. Anyway. uh, What'd you say? Eight. Eight thousand. Nine thousand leagues under the sea
0: for me sounds good all right you gotta ask me you gotta ask all right so pat
1: oh my god i wish i was 25 again anyway
0: if you had to pick your leading lady or gentleman Mm -hmm. or whoever who would it be
2: this is hard because it's just fiona i mean
0: i don't know who to pick actually for this
1: I really liked Anya in this episode, I have to say, yeah. to be honest. I, even though, like, it's all,
0: it's not her fault. No, like, well, but she's also, well, no, it's, it's, it is her fault, though. She's the one who lied about her age. It's not at the
1: end. She shouldn't, he shouldn't have gone to the lunch.
0: I don't, I you feel don't like that's a lot of blame on him for that end thing. I, like, it yeah, is her fault because she lied about her age the whole time. You
1: don't go to the lunch. You don't go to the lunch. You know, this person's in love with you. You know it. You know it. You don't go to the lunch. Anyway, I'm saying Fiona for me. I just like Fiona. I find Fiona's struggles, like, um, uh, relatable. Mm -hmm. Not because I feel like I have the same struggles, just relatable in a greater sense of, uh, I think she's good at relating them to people, Mm -hmm. um. And I just like her and no one else really stood out to me. But I do like Anya. Anya is a good. Yeah, I do like Anya.
0: it's a it's a tough one because I would say it's like kind of a Fiona episode, kind of an Adam one. But they really don't give Adam much to work with. Adam is like react. It's
1: kind of an Anya, an episode. Too. Yeah, I it's mean, like a re- that gets a lot of time. It's a
0: reactive Adam episode. You know, it's not a proactive Adam episode.
1: Yeah. Um, He's the passenger of the episode. It's I
0: tough. Say. I mean, honestly, the thing that gave me the most joy was the Anya story, <laughs> even though I'm like annoyed with her for like lying about her age. Okay. But that was. Yeah. But I mean, you know, sorry, that that was the story I found the most entertaining out of them.
1: What about Sadie?
0: There was so little on that thing. And it was just Dave calling her freakish. It made me feel know, bad but Sadie, for her. Did you like Sadie? She seemed fine. Just didn't get to know her
1: that yeah, much.
0: I liked her. You know who I'm giving it to?
1: Um, let me guess. Uh, Holly J.
0: Mrs. McPherson.
1: Oh, good answer.
0: Yeah, she was great in this episode.
1: That was a good episode, Holly J. McPherson.
0: <laughs> Anya Marie McPherson.
1: Anya Marie McPherson. What's Mrs. McPherson's name? Janet. Denise. Phyllis. Denise is a good. one. I think it's a Denise.
0: Denise McPherson. Denise
1: is a good one. Denise McPherson. That is. A yeah, good
0: it's one. probably not her name, but I'm going with it. So yeah, you know what? This was that's our
1: This was an this was a extra long episode. Mm-hmm. It's a deluxe episode. It's a double album. Deluxe. Because you're going away again next yeah, week, so, so we're giving we're the broomheads an extra some more time. And then we come back, and then you go away again. You go away for a month,
0: well, not immediately. Okay. It's a few weeks. A few Deems? But yeah, you know where to find us on the internets.
1: Yeah. SparklesPaz28 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Of course, we've got the Broomheads of Dope Monkeys Facebook page just popping.
0: Oh yeah, that's a fun place to be.
1: And I don't know, but I'm noticing no new patrons for a couple of weeks, so you got to get over to front. the Patreon. If you're looking to get more, if you're looking to get into deep with us, you got to get over on the mm-hmm. Patreon. Um, but of course we love you no matter what. But the Patreon is patreon.com slash deep where we have extra we have an extra audio episode every Mm -hmm. month where we watch something or talk about something. We probably make movie corner uh, a fucking Patreon episode. Oh yeah. If we wanted to. We could excise that out of the the deep episode and move it to the Patreon. (laughs) We could do (laughs) that, Rach. What we watch. Yeah. Food food for thought. Uh and then we also do a Zoom that is the reason to get on the Patreon if you ask me cuz it's a it's lot of fun. fun. We have we, a good time. We chat and we have a we hang out and we sort of like get to know each other and we're all friends now and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. I love those people. I love they're every great. single one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean I love all the nebulous people who I don't know too cuz they're nice that they listen to the show but I really love the people who show up at the mm-hmm. Zooms and we talk to them and we see every month. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're over there. You're over here. Whatever you got, live it up. It's good times. Got to do it. Degrassi forever. Fiona forever. Good night. Mrs. McPherson forever. Good night. And grilled cheese definitely forever.
0: And grilled cheese definitely forever.